This is the Becoming Truth podcast with Conscious Channel Jean Christian. Words of inspirational guidance for an awakening humanity. This podcast today is entitled Conscious Choosing. How do we navigate our lives by choice? What is the intricacy of choice and the dynamics of the ever-present choices we have in front of us? The intention of this today is to point at choice and to point at the consciousness within us that always sits before every moment, before every new change, and to be able to view it as a choice, not as choicelessness, not as victims of no choice, not to understand our beings as predetermined destined beings with no choice, but rather to see the very powerful reality of choice, to completely take this word and thought of choice into a much bigger and greater understanding. And so we begin. If you stop in any moment of your time and look around you, at the conditions of your life, of that which is beautiful and fine, and that which is stressful and difficult. And you stopped in that exact moment and thought, choice has led to this. What choices have I made at what obvious and intricate subtle levels have led to this moment. This is the way of conscious choosing, of conscious being, is to understand your present moment and the conditions of your life and self in this light. This takes the weight off of judgments, judgments of others, of feeling victim of others or victim of life's circumstances. It is a deeply empowering, liberating thought that all has been chosen in both the simplest subtles of ways and the very deep ways which go perhaps even beyond our consciousness. This isn't to say that it is a liberating thought to look at that which is going wrong around you and say, I chose this. But it is liberating if you take it forward and realize, I don't need to keep choosing this. I am the creator of my days and of my reality. And to go forward with conscious choosing is to create the reality and the future days according to your inner directives, your inner yearnings for peace, for love, 
for our gracious living. To stand in the stance of I am a creator by choice. A creator has this very movable piece inside, this gear shift that can choose the direction. This is to stand in one's conscious power and in a truth of what the capacity is for this very intelligent beingness called the human being. This very intelligent creature, the soul of the human being. To look at the intricacies of choice and the most obvious elements of choice as you stand there in that still point moment and look backwards, how did I get here? Looking with openness and readiness to see and remember those moments where you could see the choices being made. I chose to come into this situation even when I was warned not to. Or I chose to come into this relationship even though I knew I wasn't quite ready or I was choosing as a desperate need to get away, to be assisted from a dark place I was in. I made this choice to do this or to enter this relationship or to enter this work situation from a feeling of unclarity, pain, desperation, anger. It was not a choice made from a center of peace or a center of true thought. And it wasn't a choice made from considerations of where does this lead? What are the potentials in this choice that I'm about to make? Sitting in this moment of choice from now forward and even contemplating the moments of choice in the past, it is important to realize that that is a movable gear shift. It wasn't fixed. You could have gone another way or two or three. There are always options and there's always different paths that can be chosen. They may not be as obvious. They may not feel that they are right in front of you to save you from your darkness or your fear or give you a solution or a purpose an engagement that will help you become less aware of your pain, your lostness. But there were options and there were always other ways and there always is. To hold that stance that I am a being of choice 
and there are always several choices. This places the impetus on discernment and on truly contemplating the choices. To ask oneself, where might this lead? To actually spend the time researching the situation you are about to move into and to see forward a wise being does this contemplates forward the outcomes the evidence and possibilities before entering in and contemplates the match or the resonance to one's own purposes and one's own calling and need for development in life. The true thrust of this opening discussion on choice is to see forward, is to wake up and realize I am a being of choice. I can always choose that which is more in resonance to where I need to go and to my dreams, my values. I don't need to choose what others expect me to choose or what has put itself in front of me in blaring loudspeakers. This is it. I don't need to choose anything but what is most true to my being. To have what you are choosing be the very best possible choice that one can view, even if not knowing where its outcome goes, but knowing what's held in it. What is the, the gain? and the development and the learning in it. You may be facing a choice that appears to bring about many limitations. And yet, what is held in that choice? Is it a learning of fortitude and strength? Is it a giving to others that requires staying in a smaller arena of life and serving the very obvious needs of others? Is it needing to understand the bigger scope of one's own time? That there's a time for this and a time for that? And that limitations, repeated actions that may seem boring entrapping, can develop a power and a strength of their own. The parameters of choice need to be for goodness, for righteousness and grace, for your own being and for those around you. The choices should not be at the expense of these values or at the expense 
of those values in the ones around you. The constituents of choice, wise choice, choice that builds more and more light and peace into your future days, are choices that weren't made from a self-centered seeking, a temporary seeking of pleasures, of glory, of feeling validated. But they are choices that are based on the whole picture. In the end, you may find you've gained far more self-value through the fact that you served others, you served your elders, you served your children. As your children bounced off and did the amazing things that you wished you could have done, in your soul you will know that what you have gained is the selflessness of freeing another being. And that skipping off to go on a journey or to do an education may look like the ultimate liberation and freedom. But realize in the wisdom of choice, the longest reaching effects of right choice are as if you have learned to be selfless, have you begun to learn the unity of all beings and that to assist and liberate others to heal, to grow and to evolve into wellness is a much greater gain and merit in your own future and in your own being. The utterly condensed choosing for self is a short path a very small circle that doesn't go very far. Whereas the choosing of the whole, the choosing of consideration for those that you are woven to and their healing, their growth, their peace, their equanimity and their needs is a much greater choice. Consider the elements of your choices in the past. This is the, also the way of the developing wisdom being, is to look back. Contemplation of the steps taken to this day. And to ask these questions of, in which light did I make that choice? What was I seeking? And in this way, looking in hindsight into one's past, you can see the short paths and the long paths. You can see the gains and the losses. And you can tie them quite closely back to the intention in the choices that you made. Further to the choices that you can most obviously see that you made are the choices of others around you and the, one, the choices they made, such as your parents, former partners, anyone you have become woven to in this lifetime. You can learn in backward 
contemplation, what their choices created. Perhaps more easy to see that than the choices you made. You can look at the impact those choices made on your own life and on the others around. You can look back with compassion and with clear realization what the elements of choice were in those around you. There are two phases of choice, relating to choice. That is the initial choosing and being able to recognize that initial choosing and its dynamics. And the second is, what did you do with the choice once it was made? Looking back then on the choices that others made that impacted you, you had no play in their choices. But what did you choose to do with that, the impact on your life? In the end, it's all about that. What did you do with the conditions that either were chosen by you initially or chosen by those around or that were created in the world conditions around you, even in the most desperate situations, the most imprisoned, reduced situations? You have a choice. How do I stand in these set of conditions? What do I do with my mind and my heart? What do I do with my thoughts, with my emotions? What, did I, what do I do with every opportunity of relating to others? And how do I see this situation that is open-ended and leading into a greater picture of becoming and being or seeing this as a, a desperate condemnation as a hatred as a deep trauma that can never be emerged from in the choices that you can recognize that you've made if those choices have led to your suffering and your stress, and you can see that, you can still say to yourself, what shall I choose to do with this now? How can I reframe this and lift this? Any unconscious wrong choice can be altered it is fluid and plastic, and it can be altered into a grace, into a gain. No, you're not held to your past mistakes as a great weight to carry for eternity. Know that it is in the act of recognizing your own part and the consciousness of your being that actually agreed and chose to remain in that setting and more so 
that you still have a choice on how to relate to yourself, how to carry forward with the very conditions that ensued from that choice. Going forward is where you can create resolution, freedom, empowerment, and grace from any choice you've ever made. Or you can stay choiceless, not knowing that you have this creative possibility. Staying in the regret, or the pain, or the anger. Recalling what was said, even the worst trauma, the worst grief, can be transformed by conscious choosing into a strength, a power, a beauty. To teach the children choice, to teach it as a, a central dynamic of what we're here for, to teach the children and anyone who is in your field, we have paths before us all the time. If we can slow down and realize that, we are creative, creator beings. We are not just the creation of others and of the mysterious other, sometimes called God. We are that. We are that creative beingness. We are a creator being. We are in a garden, choosing the pathways, the flowers, the fruits, the seasons, what we choose to grow. We are that garden. Our life is a garden, and we are the gardener. From the essential beingness of soul, Atman, spirit, we are the gardener. We are in our greatest intelligence of presence, the gardener, and our life is the garden. Our days are the garden. What we do with our hands, with our voice, with our shaping. This is the garden. To wake up to this, to stand there with courage and look at the garden that's already been grown, and to realize where was I a conscious creator in this and where wasn't I? To be compassionate, we could use the word forgiving, to the unconsciousness that you walked with, the not knowing at that time being remembered. I actually had choice then, and I didn't know it. And that's all.
just recognition of the unconsciousness, compassion that you hadn't already learned through life and through elders and parents or soul development that you had choice. And it is not to be fixed or regretful or held in pain to that. It is simply to know and to look upon the future garden. What shall I grow? What shall I shape? What do I envision? That is the most beautiful, the most truthful. There is the heart in all beings, the conscience, that is the watcher, the knower, that knows this and knows what is the most beautiful, most truthful, most enduring. In everyone there sits this place of conscience, higher knowing, and higher leadership within. And it is this place of referral that one sits upon making choices. How does it feel in my heart? How does it feel in my soul? Is there a permission there? And a recognition? Is there a warning? And as we move forward into conscious choosing, we begin to actually choose our awakening, our buddhic nature, a being in wisdom knows this all fully, is not quick to make choices, and is led by inner light towards every choice made. And in that inner light, that inner landscape, of assessment and discernment. There is the viewing of the whole. How does this choice benefit all those that I'm woven to? And how does it benefit the progression of evolution itself for all beings? Now this may sound lofty and huge, but it isn't. Every single being's choices are impacting all others. Every choice of grace sends a stream, a ripple, a note of grace into the unified mind field, into the whole. And every choice of desperation and anger and hatred does the same. And as you move into greater and greater awareness of the reality of beingness, the shared beingness that is here, you know that you're not small and insignificant. You are a creator, a player in the whole evolution. That your choices of grace and goodness 
are deepening the possibility of the same choosing in all others. And if you wish to think smaller, you are increasing the possibility of choices towards goodness in your family, in the people that you know, that witness you. People recognize, children recognize choices of grace and goodness. They feel it, they see it, and they learn from it. And it deepens their own possibilities to choose consciously, to choose in an alignment for a garden of flowering and of bounty and of giving. Likewise, all people, children, neighbors, friends, can all innately recognize choices that are self-based for oneself only, that close doors, that shut the doors in the faces of others, that are chosen for one's own gain at the expense of others. This is not requiring enlightenment to know these things. The human being is very sensitive, very capable of understanding somatically, energetically, in a sensory way, even if their mind thoughts don't address it. A child is a highly sensitive being that can feel the effects of choices that are being made around them though they'll never name it as choices. They know. They know that their mother could stay home with them and read them stories and play with them and help them feel happy. Or they could go out the door to some party over and over and leave them with a babysitter that really doesn't care. They know. There's a choice being made. And they are built on the choices of their parents and their elders. Larger to this, we could say everyone is built by the choices that are being made around them, even by the government, even by politicians. By every story you hear on the news, you're listening to a choice that was made. Did that choice inspire you and deepen you and open your heart and soul, or did it cause you to contract? What did you recognize in the choice that was implied by what you heard? Know that you have that power to impact the world, both small and large, by every choice that you make rightly or every choice you make clumsily. It is through conscious choosing more than it is through adhering to a dogma, to a religion, to a penance, to a guru. It is through conscious choosing and accessing one's own center of 
wisdom that this world changes. What comes to mind as a clothing story is my own story. Wanting my mother to watch the movie with me, Jesus Christ Superstar. At the time it was a moving, wonderful movie that fired my heart and soul to watch and I wanted her to see it. Instead there was a neighbor that came over that was in great pain and my mother just massaged this lady and paid no attention to the movie. I was resentful of this neighbor that came over and took my mother's attention. But then I realized she was being like Christ. She wasn't interested in watching a movie about Christ. She was in the moment being Christ. So I stood there having a great lesson, realizing what she was choosing. Namaste to all you dear listeners. Thank you for choosing to listen.